today. I've titled the message, uh, Lean Not. Lean Not. And I, I want to do a quick review today. Let's look in Proverbs 27, 12. Just a quick review. I, I stu- we studied this scripture last week. Proverbs 27, 12 says, The prudent see danger. Anybody remember? It's probably on the screen already. And what's the rest of it? And take refuge. But the simple keep going. And what happens to them? And... And suffer for. We talked about that last week. We talked about how prudent people see danger. They see a concern. They see a problem. They see an issue. They see a sin in the future. And the Bible says that the prudent, the wise person, they see danger and take refuge. Therefore, they're kept safe. It goes on to say, but the simple. In other words, the simple, they see danger. They see a problem. They see an issue. They see a concern in the future. And the Bible says they just keep going and suffer forward encourage if you missed last week to hop online and to listen to that message and what we're what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks is the path principle the path principle and the principle is simply this your direction your direction not your hopes your dreams your goals your prayers or your intentions determine your destination we've said the last couple of weeks that if you got on i-40 and went east then no matter how much you prayed No matter how much you hoped, no matter how much you dreamed, you will not end up in California because your direction determines your destination. And here's the interesting thing about this whole path principle. Your direction will determine your destination is this. The decisions we make today have ramifications later. The choices we make today will affect us next year. The path that we choose in our 20s will affect us in our 30s. The path we choose in our 30s will have ramifications in our 40s. The path we choose in our 40s will affect us in our 50s. And and unfortunately, when we choose the path, a, a path that leads us to a destination that we don't want to be, it's too late to do anything about it. We, we can't go back and change it. We, we can't recapture the years that we've lost. We, we can't undo the paths that we chose in our teenage years. We can't undo the paths that we chose in our 20s or our 30s or our 40s or our, our, our 50s. And here's what I want you to grasp. Choosing paths is very important. Choosing the path of marriage and the path you take in a dating relationship, choosing the path you take with your finances, choosing your spiritual paths, choosing a, a career path, choosing educational paths, choosing per, per parent, parenting paths are very important. Because, friends, it, it's really important because of this. We have to get these things right on the front end. We want to make the right decision on the front end because if we can make the right decision on the front end, it will get us on a right path so that we can end up at the right destination. What we don't want to do is choose the wrong path on the front end and get halfway down a path and waste five years of our life and we wake up one day and now we're suffering. We are at a destination that we never desired to be. And so what we want to do and the question that I want to answer today and the topic that I want to deal with today is how do we choose the right paths on the front end? How how do you and I make the right decisions on the front end so that we can end up at the right destination with our lives? And if you ask this question to our world, you just went out and asked the world, how do you choose the right paths up front? Our world would say the key is you you, you have to get information. If you want to choose the right paths so that you can pick the right, uh, right path to end up at the right destination, you need as much information as possible. And a lot of Christians believe that as well. 
A lot of Christians believe, listen, if I'm going to choose the right paths up front, the key is I need as much information as possible. And here's the problem. Information does not equal wisdom. I'm going to say that again. Information does not equal wisdom. When it comes to choosing paths, you can, have, you can get all the information and you can get, get all the right information and still not choose the right path. Matter of fact, how many of you know somebody that is really, really smart? I mean really smart. And you have seen them make a stupid decision or stupid decisions. How many know somebody? I mean really smart. I mean just really smart. And you've seen them make stupid decisions. Here's another question. How many of you would say that that person is you? Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. You see, understand something. Herbert Cooper, Herbert Cooper, when, for the most part, when I have chosen a path that took me to a destination that I did not desire, that I did not want to be, well, when I chose that path, for the most part, it was not because of a lack of information. And most of the time, when you and I choose a path that, that, that leads us to a destination that we don't desire to be at, for the most part, it's not due to a lack of information. When we crash and burn and destroy our lives, usually it's not because of a lack of information. And I'm not saying every once in a while that somebody doesn't make a decision and, and then one day say, say uh, wake up and go, you know what, if I would have known this five years ago, six years ago, I would have made a different decision. That, that happens every once in a while. But for the most part, our problem is not a lack of information. When I was growing up in a small town in Oklahoma called Wewoka, Oklahoma, uh, my little sister and I, we were probably, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years old. We lived right across the street from a, a convenience store. And my little sister and I, we would go over to that convenience store and we would steal three cent piece of bubble gums. And it was, that's when little, little bu bubble gum was three cent and I, and I knew better. My daddy and mama taught us not to steal. I knew the person in the grocery store, in that convenience store, did not want us to steal. I had all the right information, but I did it anyways. When I, when I was in high school, and one of the things that I still have regret over is when I was in high school, I, I made the decision to engage in sex outside of marriage. And I didn't save myself for my wife as she did for me. And let me tell you something about me. I grew up in church. I knew the right information. I knew what my parents wanted of me. I knew what God expected of me. I had heard messages about purity. But you know what? Even though I had all the right information, I still chose a path that took me to a destination that I didn't desire to be. Many of you in here, you, you can think about your life. Many of you, you, you've heard of Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace University. You heard, you've heard some of you of Larry Burkett. You, 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 you've been to a financial planner. You, you remember, you've heard me teach about, uh, sermons on stewardship and, and budgeting and, and, and finances and, and man, we got workbooks and books and sheets of paper on, on, on how to have our finances in order. And, and for the most of us, most of us, not all of us, but most of us, we've got all the information. We know what a budget is. We know what we need to do for retirement. We, we have all this information before the vast majority of us, we hadn't looked at the information in, in months. I mean, when's the last time you said, are we actually on the right path financially? Are we actually making decisions based upon the financial planner that talked to us or, or what Larry Burkett or what Dave, are we actually doing what they told us to do? Are we really looking and looking at the budget and putting it in the receipts into the computer? Are we actually following what we know to do? Because for the most part, the problem is not a lack 
of information. I submit to you, we have more information today than we've ever had before. You, you, you go to the doctor, the doctor says, you know what, you need to lose 20 or, or 30 pounds. You need to start exercising and eating a little bit better. And you know how you leave the doctor's office and you're all excited because the doctor has told you the plan and you're motivated. And so the first thing you do when you leave the doctor's office is you go to Walmart and you buy you some exercise outfits. Go, girl. I mean, woo. Time to work out. Oh, boy, gets him a tank top, you know, muscle shirt, belly hall sticking out. I mean, he's excited. I'm going to start working out again. Go get a gym membership, $40 a month. Some of you real goofy, you start ordering all that exercise equipment on TV. Get this new ab roller machine. Your abs will look like this in 27 days. I mean, you're buying all this equipment. you got a whole room full of equipment. And every time you go on vacation, you always call the hotel up and you say, do you have an exercise room? Because I don't stay at hotels without an exercise room. You, you, you have an exercise room? All right, go ahead and book me. I can if you got exercise. And you never use that exercise room. Uh, you got all that workout equipment and all those nice outfits. You never used those outfits before. They just sit there and say, go girl and go. I mean, you don't use a, I mean, because you know you got information. That's not the problem, a lack of information. And yet we have the information and we still choose the wrong paths. And lie because information does not equal wisdom. Let me say this to you right up front. I believe in getting information. I believe in information. I believe in reading. I'm a reader myself. I believe in reading. I believe in studying. I believe in, in getting wisdom and counsel from wise people. I, 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 I believe in furthering our education. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is when it comes to choosing the right paths in life, information is not enough. Information is not where you start. If you want to choose the right paths in life, information is not all you need. And today what I want to do is we're going to look at a scripture that tells us how to choose the right paths in life up front. And before I share this scripture with you today, we need to learn a little bit about the person who wrote this scripture. Because to really understand the significance of this scripture, you need to know a little bit about the person who wrote this book in the Bible. His name is Solomon. He was the third king of Israel. He was King David's son. He wrote three books in the Bible. He wrote Ecclesiastes. He, he wrote Song of Solomon. And he wrote Proverbs, the, the, the book we're going to look at today. And what you need to know about Solomon is that he is the wisest man who has ever lived on planet Earth. The wisest. Matter of fact, the scripture says this in 1 Kings chapter number 3 and verse number 10 through 12. <clears throat> Excuse me. It says the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. And what happened was so uh, God came to Solomon and said, Solomon, you ask me for anything that you want. Anything that you want and I'll give it to you. And what Solomon asked for was discernment. He asked for, for wisdom. And the scripture says in verse number 11, So God said to him, Since you have asked for this, and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have you asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment and administering justice, he says, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart. He says, Solomon, I'm going to make you so wise because Solomon was a young man and he was leading. He was the king of a vast nation called Israel. And God says, I'm going to make you wise and a discerning heart so that there will never have been any anyone like you. Notice this, nor will there ever be. Solomon is still known as the wisest man who has ever lived. And all you have to do is pick up the Bible. And whether you believe in God or not, you pick up the Bible and you read Proverbs or 
Ecclesiastes or Song of Solomon and you start reading that and you start realizing that he wrote that 3,000 plus years ago and you start to see how wise and how knowledgeable and how much insight and how it is so relevant to your life. You can't help but deny, hey, this guy is wise. This guy has, his issues 3,000 years ago, they're still relevant to me today. You say, Herbert, why is this so important? Because if there was ever a man who could say, God, thank you for the information. God, thank you for the wisdom. God, thank you for all the common sense you gave me. And now, God, since I am so wise, I can choose the paths of life solely on information. I mean, God, I am so smart, the wisest man that ever lived. I can choose the direction of my life solely on my insight, on my wisdom, and on my knowledge. But yet, when you read and study Solomon, and you see how Solomon addresses the question of how to choose the right paths, he doesn't respond in that way. He doesn't respond by saying, the way you choose the right paths in life is solely based upon information and knowledge. And we're going to look today at what the wisest man in the world, who was full of information and knowledge and insight, on how he said it and responded to choosing the right paths up front. We're going to look at a very familiar portion of Scripture today, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 7. And God's going to give us some great insight on how to choose the right paths up front. Point number one is this. If you want to choose the right paths up front, you need to lean on God. Write that down. Lean on God. I want you to hear what Solomon says, Proverbs 3, verse 5. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Solomon says if you want to choose the right paths in life, it begins with trusting God. He says, listen, you and I, we need to lean hard into God because the answers to life don't begin with information. The answers to life don't begin with insight. They begin with leaning hard into your heavenly Father. Solomon, the wisest man, the smartest man who ever walked planet earth. He said, listen, finding the right paths to life begins every day. It begins with every single day of making the decision to trust God, to place all of your confidence, all of your faith, all of your hope in your heavenly father. You want to choose the right path? He says, listen, trust in the Lord with all your heart. He goes on to say, Solomon goes on to say, you want to choose the right path? He says, lean not on your own understanding. And friends, our tendency is to make decisions based upon our own understanding. Our, our initial reaction to choosing the paths of life is to lean on our experience, our knowledge, is to lean on our own wisdom, intuition, and insight. Matter of fact, you know how we are. We're trying to choose a path. We, we say things like this when we're trying to make decisions and we're talking to somebody and we're giving wisdom. We say things like, well, the way that I see it, <laughs> well, the, the way that I grew up, well, 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 the way that I learned, well, I, I'm so smart. I've got an education and, and the way that I would do it and, and the way that I've always done it and, and what I think about that and what I, 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 I think, and, 
And if, it, if it's not I, it's what Oprah told men. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me. And Solomon says, Solomon says, Solomon says, don't make the mistake of choosing the paths of life based upon I'm old enough, I'm wise enough, I'm smart enough, I'm experienced enough, I'm slick enough to lean on my own understanding. Choosing the right paths in life never begins with information. It never begins with insight. It always begins with leaning. That word lean in the Hebrew simply means to prop up against something. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding, on my own. When it comes to choosing the path of life, Solomon says the key, the key is to lean hard on God. There's a second thing that I want you to see. Information's not enough. There's a second thing that I want you to see here. Solomon says the second Second key to make choosing paths up front, right up front. Number two is this. Lean on God with everything. Lean on God with everything. I want you to notice the very next verse, verse number six. He says, in all your ways. Everybody say, in all. Come on, say it with me again. Say, in all. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Solomon says, if you want to start on the right path so that you can end up at the right destination, he says, acknowledge God in all your ways. He simply is saying to you and I, direction does not start with the search for direction. It does not start with the search for information. It begins with trusting God with all your heart. It begins with acknowledging God in all your ways, in all your ways. In the Hebrew, the word all means all. That's right, all. In all your ways. Solomon says, you want to choose the right paths? Don't lean on your own understanding. He says, you got to trust God with everything. You got to trust God with your marriage. You have to acknowledge God in the arena of your dating life. I know the tendency is I, 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 the way that I was taught, I, 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 what I think, what I, what I, what I know. It's no, 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 no. But when it comes to choosing the right paths, acknowledge God in every area of your life. You got to acknowledge God in your career. You got, you got to trust God in your finances. You got to trust and lean hard on God when it comes to your educational pursuits. You got to lean hard on God when it comes to raising your kids. You have to lean and trust God with all your heart when it comes to your future. Solomon says, listen, church, listen, the key to choosing right paths is to trust God in all, in all, in all, in all your ways, not just your Sunday ways, not just your coming to church ways, not, not just when you're in trouble ways. You, you know how we are. <laughs> you know, we, we choose paths and we start crashing and burning our lives. And we get on a path and takes us to a destination where we don't desire. And all of a sudden, when we are at a place and we have three options and they're all bad, then we want to call out to the Lord. Oh, Lord, I need you. Oh, Lord, I done messed up my life and I got three options and they're all bad. And so, God, I need your advice now. And let me tell you something. If you do that and you get on a path and you crash and burn your life and you got three options and they're all bad, God will be there for you. He's a heavenly father. He loves you. 
He'll walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. He'll be there. But, but, but the issue is this. The issue is this. The issue, Solomon is simply addressing this. Up front, before you wreck your life, before you crash your life, before you mess up your life, before you got three options and they're all bad, he says, up front, say, God, I'm trusting in you. God, I'm not leaning on my own understanding. God, before I make the choices of life, I'm acknowledging you in all my ways. God, I'm leaning hard on you with everything. I'm going to do it up front with everything. That leads me to point number three. Point number three. Herbert, how do you choose the right paths up front? Number three is this. Submission precedes direction. Submission precedes direction. Let's look back at verse number six, Proverbs chapter three and verse six. He says, in all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your paths straight. Solomon says this. This is great, great insight he's given us. Solomon says, as a result of trusting God, as a result of acknowledging God in all your ways, he says, here's what God will do. He says, God will make your paths straight. Or in other words, he will clear the way. Or, or another way of saying it is, he will make the way plain. Or, or how we would say it today is, you will know which path to take. Submission to God precedes direction from God. And we have a difficult time with that. We, we want to do things our own way and then say, now, Lord, lead me, guide me, direct me. No, 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 no. Solomon says, no, no, no. You want to choose the right paths in life up front? He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. He says, lean out on your own understanding. Acknowledge God in all your ways. Submit, submit, submit your life under God and he will make your paths straight. Choosing the right paths in life never begins with searching for direction. It never begins with information. It always begins with absolute, total submission to God. If you will submit your life to God, if you will trust God with your whole heart and life, if you will acknowledge God in all your ways, God promises. I'll make the path straight. You'll know which way to go. You'll choose a path up front that you'll end up at the right destination. But it only begins when you submit your life to me. Solomon says the key is not information or knowledge. It's leaning hard on God. He goes on. He just drives it home in verse number 7. He's already told us what to do. He already told us how to choose the right paths. And now he's just driving the dagger home in the very next verse, verse number seven. And Solomon says, do not be wise in your own eyes. 
Fear the Lord and shun evil. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Solomon says, don't you dare. Listen, I'm the wisest man that's ever walked on planet Earth. And I want to tell you, I want to tell you, don't you dare fall into to the trap of one of the greatest temptations in life. And that's to make decisions based upon your own experiences. To make the decisions in life based upon information. To make the decisions in life based on leaning on your own understanding. Solomon says, don't you fall for the temptation of, of leaning on your own understanding. He says, don't be wise in your own eyes. Well, the way that I do it, well, the way that I see the world, well, the way us Coopers grew up. He said, don't. You fall into that temptation to think you're smart enough, slick enough, educated enough, smooth enough to be wise in your own eyes. And the tragic thing about Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, is he didn't take his own advice. And as he got older in life, he leaned on his own understanding. God had told the nation of Israel, he told them, I do not want you to intermarry with the other nations. Because if you do, they're serving foreign gods, they're serving false gods. And if you intermarry with them, they're going to influence you. They're going to pull you away from the one true living God and cause you to serve false idols. And Solomon, he knew what God said. He had information. He had insight. And the wisest man who ever lived, he decided to lean on his own understanding. And he messed up his life royally. I would encourage you when you get home today to read 1 Kings chapter 11. 1 Kings chapter number 11. And Solomon, he married women from other nations and he disobeyed God. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 11 that not only did he mess up his own life, but he divided the kingdom of Israel and he divided his own family. And it was not that he didn't have information. The problem was Solomon leaned on his own understanding. Here's the bottom line. Here's the takeaway. The bottom line is this. Information is not enough. Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, he was wise in his own eyes and messed up his own life. Wisdom is not enough. Insight is not enough. Church, hear me, hear me. You need God. You don't need more common sense. You need to yield your life to the Savior. You, you, you don't need more information. We're in an information age. Get information at the speed of a, mo of a button. Just boom. You don't need more information. You need to submit your life to your Heavenly Father. If you want to choose the right paths up front so that you can end up at the right destination, you must realize information is not enough. You need God. Submission to God always precedes direction from God. I close with asking you this question. When's the last time? Come on, think about it. Think about it. When's the last time you acknowledged God in all your ways? When's the last time you acknowledged God in your marriage? So, Lord, we're going to do this your way. We submit to you. When's the last time you acknowledged God in your dating? God, we're going to do things your way. I acknowledge you. I, I yield to you. When, when's the last time you acknowledged God in your career? 
God, I'm not leaning on my own understanding. I'm not going to be, God, I need you. I'm trusting you. I'm leaning on you with everything that I've got. When's the last time you, you acknowledged God in, in the way that you live, in your moral, in your, and the decisions you make for entertainment and, and morally? When's the last time you said, God, I'm going to acknowledge you? I'm going to acknowledge you. When's the last time that you acknowledged God in the arena of parenting your kids? It's got to know what the books say. I know what Oprah says. I know what Dr. Phil, but God, God, I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm leaning hard on you. When's the last time you acknowledged God in the arena of your finances? Say, God, I got the information, but I need you. When's the last time you acknowledged God with your problems? the issues that you're going through to say, God, I need you, not information here. Not inf- God, I need, I need you. I'm leaning on you. When's the last time you acknowledge God with your future? Now, instead of just making decisions off your own insight and your own wisdom and your life experience, when's the last time you said, God, I've got some difficult decisions and I'm depending on you. I'm acknowledging you. I am trusting you with everything that's inside of me. I need you to be leading me. I need you to direct me. I need you to guide me. Submission precedes direction. Lord, thanks for your word. Thanks for your presence.